Welcome to the Mujeron Podcast, a place for the modern Latina who is ready to get out of her own way and build the life she wants. I'm Sonia Alejandra, your host and the founder of Mujeron Movement, y juntas we'll explore the topics of self-development, entrepreneurship, community, and everything in between that empowers us on our journey to becoming the Mujeron of our dreams. Vamos a lograrlo juntas. Hola, mujerones. Welcome back to the podcast. I have a very special guest with me today, and we are celebrating because she is going to be one of our speakers at Mujeron Movement 2023. It is right around the corner, so if you haven't gotten your ticket yet, this is your sign, amiga, especially because we have such an important topic today, and we will get a little bit deeper into this at the event about our health. And how do we show up intentionally about the things that we want to accomplish, but taking care of ourselves in a way that is going to help us get there? We were talking off the recording about how in order to get those to those big goals that you have, you have to really take care of your health, right? Because if you don't take care of your health, how are you going to get there? So please help me welcome mi amiga Carla Salinari. Thank you so much for being here, Carla. It's always so wonderful to join you and your community and just talk all things empowerment and health and mujerón. Thank you so much for having me. I just love everything that you're doing in your community so much. And I am very excited to be heading all the way to the other side of the country to share with you guys. Thank you so much for the honor and privilege of joining. It's going to be an amazing. And if you haven't bought your tickets, you really need to buy them like right now. <laughs> it's an honor to have you there. Anytime we have, you know, chatted, whether it's on the podcast, at the event in New York, and I know at the event in Arizona, it's going to be as powerful. We have these conversations that really inspire me to just take care of myself a different way. Can you tell us a little bit more about the work that you do? Yes. So I am a holistic health coach. I specialize in the plant-based lifestyle and I work mostly with the Latin community. I am a public speaker. I am a cookbook author, but more importantly, I am a woman of my community, right? That there's a a reason why I started all of this, I started my nutrition journey as a way of giving back to my community, because I originally went to nutrition school for myself, for my own enrichment for my own journey, because I really felt like I needed to heal my relationship with food, understand how food affects my body and helps it thrive, so that I can help my daughter along the way, right? I grew up in a culture where you're expected to look a certain way, no matter at what cost. And as we were talking about before, it's such an important, it's such an important thing that we often miss, right? Like we think that business and career is one thing. And then we think that exercise and diet is another. But when we really take a moment and look at it from an outsider's perspective, the two have to go hand in hand. So I had many aha moments during my time in nutrition school. And rather than just keep that information for myself, I felt like I was doing my community of disservice if I didn't share it with them as well. So I started a blog 
and the blog started to become pretty, you know, recognized, but it wasn't in the way that I would say, yes, it became a popular uh, blog or it became a popular um, social media platform. Um, it became that because I was speaking to women that I identified so much with and who identified with me as well. And what I did is that I started to talk about the health benefits of the foods that we eat, not only to help us lose weight, but also to help us improve our energy, to help us improve the way we think, the way we sleep. Um, our day to day so we can have more energy. And I did it in a way that didn't feel overwhelming, that didn't feel like I was creating anxiety or overwhelm around the topic of health and nutrition. I did it in a way that felt easy to understand and relatable. And through that, we built a community that's over 20,000 women strong. And because we've all come together in a very loving way and just learn about nutrition right we celebrate each other's cultures we celebrate each other's foods and we understand the importance of using food as medicine right learning how to love our body enough to eat the rainbow to eat healthy food to prioritize rest to prioritize exercise right so that is pretty much in a nutshell what i share with my community through that I published my first cookbook, which came out in April 20 of, of this year, 2023. And the book is just that it's a nutrition guide. It's traditional cultural recipes that are really popular amongst our community, but in a healthier way so that we don't have to abandon the food that connects us to our culture, the foods that we love so much, but we can in turn use them to work for us and not against us. So that's pretty much um, how my journey started and um, what I'm doing now to continue to help the community. I love that. I love that so much because I think there's this big disconnect when it comes to eating healthier and leaving our cultural foods that we're so used to. And your book is such a beautiful way of allowing us to still eat the things that we grew up with, right? To still eat the things that are part of our, pretty much ourselves and just the way that we were raised. And I think that that's so beautiful that we're not ashamed, right? We're not ashamed to continue to eat these foods that we love, but it's just being more intentional about how we are using these foods. So I want to kind of dig deeper into what you were talking about when it comes to when we are super busy and going after our goals and we're on the go and we forget about what we need to eat and we forget about that other part of how important it is to take care of what we're consuming if we're moving our body in order to have the energy to show up in these things and I am sure you you can relate in this so much, especially the women listening as well, because we are all like driven Latinas, right? If you're on this podcast tuning in, it's because you're going after your big dreams. And sometimes along the way, we can get lost and we can lose the the part that is so important. Can you give us some steps or maybe, you know, just talk a little bit more into how can we find that 
balance of, hey, you know, we're on the go, yes, but still be intentional about what you consume. Right. Um, it's such a good point that you brought up. And this is something that I know everybody that is listening can relate to. A lot of us are moms. A lot of us um, have a nine to five job plus a side hustle, or we're just starting to turn our side hustle into our nine to five hustle. And we're so busy, we forget to eat, right? Well, the way that I talk about this to my clients and to my patients is let's use food to help us be better at our day-to-day, right? Because what happens when you skip a meal? When you skip a meal, your body goes into starvation mode, right? You can sometimes get a headache. You can sometimes get a bellyache. And sometimes you have brain fog. Sometimes you're irritable. All of these things are going to hinder your ability to decision-make, to execute, to make, um, you know, informed um, choices and to basically like take steps to reach your goals, right? So rather than saying, I'm too busy to eat, prioritizing your health as a way of adding fuel to this beautiful machine that we are living in every single day, right? That's how we start to change the way we see food, right? Rather than seeing food as calories in and calories out, we start to see food as information for ourselves to help us thrive. So I get it. I'm a mom to an eight-year-old. Sometimes I wake up in the morning and I'm like, oh my God, like, how are we going to get? But there's easy ways to do that. And my best, the best recommendation that I can offer is planning ahead, right? Our meals don't have to be complicated in order to be healthy, right? You can whip together something as easy as a morning smoothie, which is always my go-to because smoothies are a really great way to get lots of nutrients in one sitting. And if you don't have time to have that one sitting, you can take your smoothie in the car and you can take it in the go, right? Other things is have prepared meals in your refrigerator or have a healthy snack that you can take on the go with you to help you wait until, to give you a little ammunition until it's time to have your next meal. You don't ever want to find yourself in what I like to call a food emergency, right? You always want to have that fuel that's going to help you achieve not only your life goals, right? But like your health goals as well. Yes, this is so good because (laughs) I don't know how many conversations I've had with people who are super busy, right? And have like really big goals and are hitting milestones. And they're like, yeah, I forget to eat sometimes. And it's almost like this sense of pride. Like, yeah, sometimes I don't even eat because I'm such, uh, you know, like I'm hustling. And how would you think that we can change that narrative and like that mindset of like, actually bring awareness to the fact that, hey, maybe we could eat you know and make time to eat and instead of us feeling the the feeling proud for the not eating like now we're proud because we're actually nutriendo our body the way it should right um we were talking about this before right off off um recording when we're like we live in hustle culture but you know what sonia hustle culture isn't working because the life expectancy uh, in this country, the United States is 
77 years old. And I don't know about you, but I want to live way longer than that because I want to see my daughters, my daughter have children and her children have children. And I want to be here for it all. Sign me up to live to 100, right? And in order for to in order to do that, right, we have to prioritize our nutrition and our lifestyle choices, right? So going back to what we were talking about before, being too busy to eat during the day is going to cause you to binge at night, which is going to hinder your sleep because if the body is too busy digesting the food that you just inhaled from being hungry all day long, your body mm. is going to be too busy digesting food and it's not going to be able to rest and do all of the other things that the body needs to do at night, right? In order to help you recharge for the next day. So really what you're doing is cutting back on years of your life by feeding into this hustle culture, right? So rather than go, 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 and then, you know, gorging at night or, you know, making unhealthy decisions because you're just so hungry that the body can just, you know, can't take it anymore, right? Prioritizing the time. And, and all I say is, you know, carve out 20, and 30, 20 to 30 minutes once a week. And do a little meal planning or do a little meal prepping. You don't have to spend hours in the kitchen creating all these fancy meal prep things that we often see on social media. And we're like, oh, my God, how do people have time to do all of that? But if you make things like a big salad that you can keep in your refrigerator, right? Salad jars are really in right now. Throw one in your bag and take it with you, right? You can eat it before a meeting. You can eat it after a meeting, right? Have some cooked rice, right? Have some beans in, in the pantry that you can add some beans to your salad for a healthy dose of protein and a healthy dose of fiber, right? Prioritizing that the same way you prioritize your meetings, right? Is really going to give you that extra, you know, overall like health and wellness. And also most importantly, that ability to continue to push through and achieve your goals, right? That's that's what we often forget, right? Hustle culture is a thing of the past. Now we have to work towards living long, healthy lives. And the way we do that is by making better diet and lifestyle choices every single day. I love that you said prioritize that as much as you prior, prior, prioritize a meeting because we often will not reschedule time that we schedule for our me time for example right if we scheduled for us to maybe take 20 minutes out of the day to just be mindful or like go for a walk and our meeting goes over we don't come back to that we kind of like okay well that's not going to happen now right uh, I want to talk about some boundaries that maybe you help your clients with when it comes to when you're transitioning into this healthier, more mindful lifestyle, what are some boundaries that can help us really make sure that we're showing up the best way that we can for our health? Amiga, if this episode is resonating with you, I want to invite you to our signature event, 
Mujer on Movement 2023. This is a day of community, empowerment, and purpose to help you start showing up as the Mujeron of your dreams. It's happening on October 28th in Scottsdale, Arizona, and this event is for you if you are looking to build a growth mindset and maximize your potential, if you're craving connecting with like-minded amigas and want to join a supportive community, if you're ready to stop playing small, put the excuses aside, and become the best version of yourself, this is for you. In this exclusive experience, you'll get inspired by trailblazing Latinas, keeping it real on how they've reached success. You'll gain insight and knowledge to bring your big vision to life, no matter what part of the journey you're on and no matter what that big goal that you have, I can guarantee you that you'll walk away inspired and ready to take action. I'll see you there, amiga. Check the show notes to get your seat and we'll get back to the show. So I think that it varies with what our goals are. But I think overall, I think having the boundaries of not feeling like we're on call 24-7 is really important. Like setting a time that you are starting your work and when you're shutting your computer off. And I understand that emergencies happen, things happen, and that's okay. We can navigate them. But for the most part, like really saying to yourself, and I know that as an, as an entrepreneur, this is hard, right? Because sometimes you say, well, I'm trying to start my own business. And if I miss an email or if I miss a call, what happens, it could be a missed opportunity, right? I often find myself in that. But if we take a step back and we say, no, 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 we have to prioritize spending time with our families, which is also a very important part of a healthy lifestyle. You know, having that one-on-one time with our children, with our spouses, with our parents, with our family members is a really essential and important part of our life too. Carving out those 20 minutes on the weekends to make sure you go food shopping or to make sure that you have a meal plan for the week, right? Like these are all important boundaries that when we set them for ourselves, And they don't have to be perfect every time, but at least being mindful about them is really going to be life-changing. Also prioritizing exercise. You know, it doesn't, you don't have to go to CrossFit. I tell my patients this all the time. I say, you don't have to go to CrossFit, spend an hour and a half, like doing these workouts or boot camps where people scream at you. I get it. it. Like if some people are into that, I personally don't love that. Like it could be find something you love. Like, I think it's, it's, you know, here me, the media tells you, you know, you have to do this exercise because it's going to burn the, the most amount of calories. And this is the workout that's going to give you the six pack abs. No, no, no. Find something that brings you joy, that helps you feel your best and do that because chances are you're going to stick to that more then you are some crazy workout that burns 2000 calories. And it's going to get oftentimes you're going to say like, this is not something that I want to do. I don't enjoy it. I'm miserable. Every time I'm there, find something you like and really prioritize that. Because if, if it's one thing that I can tell you that is just as important as food is movement, right? Mm. A lot of us sit in front of our computer for six to eight hours a day. And then they, we wonder why we have tight hips or why we're constipated or why, you know, 
we are not able to lose weight if we're eating healthy. Like movement is a very essential part of, of, of health, right? We have to move our bodies. So getting out, getting fresh air is also really important. And if you're not able to, you know, do it in the morning, carve out a few minutes out of your day, put it in your calendar, like, you know, not available during this time, because like going back, this is just as important, important as that meeting, right? And we have to, I know that us Latinas, like it's, it's like, we're almost like born into this, like, you have to do you have to do like, but no, it's like, why don't we take a step back and slow down instead of pumping the, you know, instead of pumping the gas and just accelerating and living our lives accelerated, right? Slow down, set your boundaries, protect yourself. And you will notice that things are going to start changing. You're going to start feeling more energized. You're going to feel so much better about yourself, the way you look, how you feel. And that just naturally kind of bleeds into how your relationships are and how you're able to grow in other areas of your life as well. Yes. And one of the things that really resonated with me that you were talking about was like the going all hard on on the workouts. So I'm recovering and I'm I'm like in the middle of my healing journey when it comes to my relationship with working out and eating healthy. Mm -hmm. I used to do a lot of like crash diets and was into really hardcore working out. And I find myself sometimes going in for 15, 20 minute workout and feeling like oh, that wasn't a great workout. Like I didn't sweat that much. Right. But slowly I've been really being intentional of just moving. If 15 minutes, 20 minutes is all I can show up to, that's better than me not doing nothing at all. So I'm so happy that you talked about that because it's it's hard, right? It's hard for us to still give ourselves grace and, and celebrate even when we show up in that way. No matter if it's just a walk or you went in for a 15-minute workout, it's better than nothing. And then another thing I wanted to add to what you were saying is being okay to ask for help, right? Because sometimes, I don't know about you guys, but I'm kind of feeling overwhelmed. I'm I'm really inspired about starting and like maybe having, you know, the salad on in, in the fridge, but sometimes it could feel overwhelming. Mm -hmm. So being okay that, hey, Carla, I need help. Can you help me and, and invest in a coach that can help? right? Or if you don't, if the gym feels intimidating, if that feels intimidating, but you want to get in there asking for help, how are some of the ways that your clients start in that transition, right? Because I know that they could, it could be people that have never really invested in this type of stuff. Mm -hmm. How do you guide them through that transition? Yeah. So I, the way that I work with my clients is that I meet them where they are right? Some of my clients, I promote a plant-based lifestyle, but I never force or try to fear monger anybody that I work with into implementing a plant-based or vegan lifestyle. I just want you to eat more vegetables because naturally you're going to feel better, right? So I meet my patients or my clients where they are and we, we work, we work with what their health and wellness goals are. I work with people that are in chemotherapy, 
all the way to people that are dealing with type 2 diabetes, high cholesterol, hypertension, or people that are just entering whatever stage of menopause um, they're entering and they need help because their body just needs different things at different times, right? And what we do is that we work with the things that they already like right? So foods that they already like, and how can they in, how can they upgrade those foods in order to help them feel more um, energized and help them have, you know, um, make them feel fuller so that they, they don't feel like they're constantly grabbing unhealthy snacks, right? So we talk about easy ways that they can implement these changes so that it doesn't feel overwhelming. Like maybe we make a big salad on Sunday, but we only add a can of beans, tomatoes, cucumbers, onion, and maybe some olives. And that's it, right? And that's a great start because then you can grab little bits of that salad throughout the week and you don't feel like you have to create a salad every single day, right? And this, it makes us in, more intentional about incorporating fruits and vegetables into our day-to-day, -day, right? Then we slowly start to work with food combinations, which are a really powerful tool that a lot of people don't know about. Like having a fruit with a, with a healthy fat or a protein, it's going to slow down the body's absorption of glucose and it's going to help you stay full longer. Sometimes if you just have an apple, you may feel like in an hour you're hungry again. Chances are you spike your blood sugar levels and that's why you're hungry again because the body needs that rush of sugar again, even if it's healthy sugar. But if you have that fruit with a healthy fat or a protein, you're going to make that snack work for you longer. So like different little tips like that based on what they are looking for, okay? I also teach cooking classes because I want people to feel comfortable in the kitchen. Sometimes people will say to me, I just don't know what to make. I don't know what to cook. And I'll say, tell me what you have in your kitchen. And I will help them come up with things so that a lot of people feel like they have to follow recipes and they have to follow meal plans. But it is it it has been my experience working with women for so many years that if we're giving them meal plans, we're not helping them think for themselves so that when they get bored of that meal plan or we're no longer working together, right? They don't know what to do and then they go back to old habits, right? Like if you have a can of tomatoes and you have black beans and some corn and then you have some quinoa, you can make a Mexican-inspired one-pot quinoa dish that has fat, fiber, and protein, and it's going to help you stay full, and it's going to give you energy, and it's low in calories. And people are like, oh, wow, I didn't know I could do that. So I am, I always say, I'm your, your guide on the side. And, you know, they tell me what they have, and I tell them how to make it, you know, how to make it work for them. So those are the little things that I do to help to help the community that I work with. I also share daily meal inspirations because I live my life this way, right? What I preach is how I live. So I share easy meal combinations. You know, I'll go to Trader Joe's and I'll pick up a bunch of groceries and I'll share with the community how to use those groceries throughout the week in order to make healthy um, meals that not only are going to be good for them, but also for their family as well, right? So those are different things that we talk about. Also going back to the exercise and the type of exercise that you're doing, you know, being this like badge of honor, right? And and when you said, I 
feel like I'm kind of healing that you're not alone, right? So many of our community members have the same feeling as you, myself included. Right up until the pandemic, I used to run half marathons and Mm. they were so hard on my body. It would take me a week to recover. My lower back was hurting, my knees were hurting, but I had that medal, right? So I posted on social media, like I just finished my path marathon. And then I was miserable when walking is just as effective as running and it doesn't put pressure on your joints. Walking is the most underrated exercise out there, right? So if you go for a brisk walk after your evening meal, not only are you going to balance your blood sugar levels, so this is perfect if you are pre-diabetic or diabetic, always walk after your meals or incorporate walking 20 to 30 minutes a day in addition to some kind of resistance training, right? So walking is wonderful, but we have this mentality that we have to, you know, do all these strenuous boot campy soul cycle things in order to like lose weight when if you go for a 30 minute walk and you're going to feel amazing and you're going to lose weight too and you're going to you know give your heart what it needs so it's just changing the narrative and doing things that are going to help us feel good right long term preventative like right like we were talking about that preventative approach to health and nutrition Yes, thank you so much for sharing that. I am really inspired to continue my wellness journey <laughs> after this chat. And yes. I'm so excited to dive deep into it at the event. So uh, Carla, thank you again so much for this call. And can you share where we can find you, how people can work with you? Absolutely. You can find me on social media at The Latina Health Coach. I share daily meal inspirations. I talk about nutrition. Plus, I share easy recipes that take 15 minutes to make. Um, and most importantly, I share relatable, uh, you know, relatable stories. We build a wonderful community. I work one-on-one with my clients. I host monthly cooking classes, and I also host group coaching classes. So. I am available always on on Instagram and Facebook. Again, it's at the Latina Health Coach. Amazing. And I will make sure to link that, your amazing book. that. Oh, I, thank you. I and the to- book you can get on all major bookstores across the country. Amazon has it on sale right now. So if you're interested in getting the book, you can go ahead and grab grab that on Amazon as well. Yes, I will definitely link it. I have already tried a couple of recipes and they're amazing. So thank you so much for the work that you do. Amigas, I really hope this episode encouraged you and inspired you to start your healthy lifestyle or to just, you know, think about things a little bit different. Uh, we will see you in October at the Mujeron Movement event and keep on working to becoming the Mujeron of your dreams. Mujeron, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Mujeron podcast. Please make sure you subscribe, share, leave a review so you can help us get to so many more Mujerones. Don't forget, you can also watch our show on our YouTube channel where you can let us know in the comments if you like this episode or what other topics you would like us to talk about in the future. Keep shining, keep working towards becoming 
the mujeron of your dreams.